When January arrives, the New Year New Me declarations, they come out of play. Call it New Year's resolutions gone wild if you want. <laughs> the fact of the matter is that it's a yearly ritual for many dieters. However, did you know that a lot of people approach resolutions in the wrong way? Did you also know that nutrition-related resolutions are one of the most common ones out there? Breaking news, right? Of course you knew. Perhaps it sounds familiar because I am speaking about you today. The issue is that many people make mistakes with their nutrition, which is particularly evident during the New Year's resolution season, which is January and February. That is why today I'm recording this to share the three biggest and most common nutrition mistakes I see people make each January like clockwork. It is important that you are aware of these and avoid them or address them. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And as I mentioned, today we're talking New Year's nutrition mistakes. Now, New Year's resolutions, they can take many shapes and forms from fat loss to muscle building, from hitting a new PR in the gym to making yourself feel normal again, from sleeping better to training more, whatever it may be. You yourself have very likely had, or maybe even you currently have, some sort of New Year's resolution at the back of your mind at a bare minimum. I'm personally not a big fan of New Year's resolutions, at least a typical approach to New Year's resolutions. I have a particularly better goal, a better way to approach goals, so to speak. I have done content on that before, so you can go search for that. It'll explain it a bit more effectively. But nonetheless, I'm also, I also understand the desire, you know, the desire behind some of these New Year's resolutions and these kind of goals. And inherently, it is a positive force for good at the fundamental level. I do get that part of it. So instead, I'm going to help you out now by just sharing some nutrition-related mistakes that you can make in the new year so you can just proactively try and avoid them. So without further ado, let class commence now. So mistake number one is cutting calories too much and too quickly. One of the most common issues I see during the festive season is the overreaction by many of you on what was eaten over that period of time. Oh no, I ate so much. I feel so guilty. Okay, let's be super duper strict for, for a while to make up for it. You know, something along those lines is what you're, what you're maybe thinking or, you know, you fought in the past or you've heard others say, you know, something along those lines. Look, I get it. Going from a place where you may have been working on your health and fitness goals to a place where maybe you gained a couple of kilos can be daunting. However, I understand that it's, how about you want to understand that it's an obstacle you can overcome and overcome in a strategic way, not for being hasty and illogical. The reality is that there is a good possibility that much of the weight gain, if there was weight gain, is water weight from all that carbs and salty foods you've been eating. And even if you did gain body fat, you will lose it again if you get back on track as soon as possible and focus on the bigger picture. It's just part of life. Sometimes you'll gain weight, sometimes you'll lose weight. Okay, you should not be cutting calories by heaps in the forms of a crash diet because of a temporary, you know, in form of a crash diet to temporarily fix what's been going on. Okay, because for many, this is not going to work and it's potentially dangerous. Trust me. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> now, sign, yeah, like, you know, mistake number two 
is starting a fad diet, okay? Starting a fad diet. Now, fad diets here, fad diets there, fad diets everywhere. Honestly, it seems that the, the way these days is so many crappy diets floating around and new ones entering without an admission ticket to the evidence-based room, so to speak. They're just coming in, coming to play, coming to ruin some lives. And that's why you need to be careful not to fall for a fad diet in January because this is the prime time when you are most vulnerable and also when gurus are pushing their misguided narratives. However, understand that knowing what is and what isn't a fad diet isn't quite as easy for non-dietitians. I got you to hear. Okay, so here's, here's a bit of a three-step process, so to speak, that, that can help you identify potentially if it's maybe a fad diet you should be avoiding. So here we go. Step number one, ask yourself, can I see myself sustaining this diet for at least six to 12 months? Yes? Okay, go, you know, you know go ahead, try it. No? Go away. Okay? That's as simple as that. Question number two is, is this diet asking me to cut out things or do things that are full on without any good reason or evidence behind it? If so, then be very wary. And then third and finally, when in doubt, speak to a dietitian. At the end of the day, dietitians are the experts in nutrition and it really is an invaluable experience to actually work with one to ensure that your nutrition is where it needs to be. So get in touch with me, you know, and I can help you out personally or steer you in the right direction at least. In the show notes below, you'll be able to find my details. Okay, just go ahead and get in contact if you feel you need it. And then mistake number three is zero long-term focus. So if you're not focused on, you know, if you're not focused on what you can achieve long-term and don't align your goals with a longer-term time frame and deadline, then do you really have a healthy, robust goal? Okay, that's a question for you. Bit of a rhetorical question. <laughs> or do you have a temporary fixation on instant gratification? That's another question for yourself to ask. Hint, it's probably the second one for many of you. And maybe you're listening to this thinking, yeah, that's me. I want that instant gratification. There's quick and easy results. Now, while it is understandable based on human nature that we want what we want quickly and easily, unfortunately, this is saying that won't serve you in the best way possible when it comes to dieting and health. Having a long-term focus is key to ensure you aren't just going through the motions with your New Year's resolutions and giving up by March, giving up by April, May, or June. Okay, what you achieve in January and February means nothing if you end up in June wondering what happened and feeling down on yourself. Okay? Also, this all relates to the approach to New Year's resolutions, which is about creating a new lifestyle and a life for yourself versus temporary results that come and go with the seasons. It's critical. Trust me on this. Long-term focus will help you as much as it's not fun right now thinking that it's going to take you longer than you expected. Okay? But that's, that's the free. That's the free mistakes that I want to share with you. Okay? The free mistakes. Now, you are equipped with the knowledge of these free nutrition mistakes that are so common during the start of the year especially so now you have no excuse to avoid to not avoid them, okay? So you have to avoid them. Cut these practices out of your plan and mindset and reap the benefits of a more strategic, balanced, and life-changing approach to nutrition and quote-unquote New Year's resolutions. New Year, new you. How about New Year, new approach to this game? Okay, now go work on the goals. Now, if you want a quick recap, here it is. Okay, first one, first mistake is don't cut calories too much too quickly. That's a mistake. Second mistake is starting a fad diet. And the third mistake is a zero long-term focus when it comes to your goal setting. Now, obviously, if you still feel stuck and struggling with your nutrition game, not seeing the body, you feel happier, healthier, more confident, I may be able to be of assistance. So, you know, let me know, reach out. We can have a chat. I can tell you about the coaching that I provide and how that can help you get from point A to point B, from struggling you to successful you, okay? Or peak you, as I like to say. But yeah, if you're interested in coaching, you know, um, 
just let me know. Okay, just get in contact. We'll have a chat, see if we're a good fit and go from there. But I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope it's kind of giving you some insight in terms of what to avoid at the start of each year. I mean, they're pretty good mistakes to avoid any time of the year, but I see it time and time again affecting people in January and February, leading to less results by the time mid-year comes. So I hope this helps you. I hope you stay safe. I hope you have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay